0: picture tells a story. It's often been said that a picture can say a thousand words, and if we look close enough, we'll see God in it, and that picture will tell us more than we could have hoped for or imagined. It's a beautiful tapestry of the way he works in our lives with kindness, goodness, faithfulness, redemption, and ultimately his love for us. Grab your coffee, or in my case, sweet tea, And let's walk through this journey together. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Word Pictures with Meredith podcast. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to spend it with me. So today I'm so excited at how God just brings all things together. And today I have a guest that I'm just very, very excited to talk to. Welcome Mallory to the podcast. Hi Meredith. (laughs) Hey, so this is so great. I literally just messaged you a few days ago. You are in town from Texas visiting for Easter. And I was like, all right, Lord, if it's meant to be, it'll be. And here we are. And you said, yes, that you had some time to come and share with us. So I know you from CU Church. Um, and it has just been really, really neat to get to know you. You are just a ray of sunshine. Every time I see you, I'm like, oh, there's beautiful Mallory in her smile and her voice. And so um, I just know everyone's going to love you as much as I do. So <laughs> welcome to the podcast again. So tell us a little bit about yourself. As I said, you're here from Texas. We are in central Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're visiting for Easter. So yes. tell us a little bit about your life. Who is Mallory? Oh, who is Mallory? I know that's a big question.
1: It is because I feel like the older you get, you forget the different lives you have lived. Yes. And yes. sometimes out of the blue, you just go, wait didn't i used to run a summer camp yeah 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 (laughs) that was a different life um so yeah born and raised in illinois in joliet illinois okay came to central illinois for college the university of illinois okay and then stayed after college to teach so i taught seventh grade reading and writing for eight years
0: oh yeah Mm -hmm. and if i remember this right you were at Edison. That was after. So I after. taught, yes, I okay. taught at Jefferson. Okay. okay. Then I was
1: assistant principal at Stratton Elementary. Okay. And then assistant principal at Edison. Okay. And when,
0: okay.
1: while I was at Edison is when I started attending CU Church. Okay. And getting kind of involved there. And then, ugh, the, the season of my life shifted and so it kind of became... Um, i was spending this time at Edison, starting to feel God kind of going a little bit of like kind of, you know, you kind of start questioning like, what? I don't know. Am I supposed to stay? Am I supposed to go? I don't really know. Mm. And um, I have a really good friend who was um, on the verge of accepting a superintendency position in Texas. Okay. And for years, we had always talked about working together. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we went to college together. We, you know, I've worked with his, i with his wife. Like we've known each other a very long time. Yeah. And in 2018, my grandfather, my maternal grandfather passed away. Mm. And there's, you know, there's something just about being in a grieving season where not even necessarily in response to the grief. I think it just kind of puts you in a more reflective space space absolutely and so I remember it being 2018 I was f- finally driving back down to Champaign after being with my family in Joliet like so everything was done burial was done all the services were done mm-hmm. and I was kind of like coming down from that um adrenaline of planning and organizing and taking care of you know things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and as I was driving down it kind of just hit me in the moment. And I messaged my friend and I said, hey, next time you ask me, don't let me say no.
2: Because mm. up to that
1: point, I was like, this isn't the right time. This isn't the right time. This isn't the right time. I'm like, someday, someday, someday. And I knew that, because that was June 2018. I knew that I was going into my third year at Edison. Mm-hmm. The students I had been serving were going into eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So it kind of felt like like a final round, kind of, thing, a last lap,
0: yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, I. I wouldn't feel like I was leaving any kids hanging, which is a thing for me. Like I never want to feel like I've um left something incomplete. Right, right. So I thought, okay, it just all kind of felt like it was coming together. I will I will I'll leave, you know, they will graduate.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: will move on. I will mm-hmm. step into whatever this new thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's essentially what happened. So in 2019 is when I moved to Texas to work under my oh. friend as a superintendent there. Yeah. Three
0: very interesting years. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's an interesting thing that you did. Mm-hmm. I'll rewind a little bit about Edison and just yeah. kind of say my uh, husband and I are high school sweethearts and we met at Edison. So yes. there's kind of a little, a little yes. spark there for, you know, Edison. But anyhow, that's a side note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's interesting that you texted your friend and you said, don't let me say no if you ask again. What, what brought forth that thought? What what was it? Was it something God spoke to you and was just like, now is the time? You know, it was it's odd because when I think about it, because I tell that story often and I mm-hmm. still tell
1: people, you know, this is kind of this moment mm-hmm. and I can't quite name, I didn't hear anything, but mm-hmm. I, it was something came, like I felt it, it came yeah. over me. Yeah. The uncertainty that I had felt, the... Um, the the constantly questioning is it the right time should I do it should I not do it. I'm mm. not I would historically I would have said that I'm not much of a risk taker. Okay. That I've never considered myself a risky kind of person. I like things to be very I like to operate in the known. Mm-hmm. I like to do things that I know are gonna work out that I know I will be good at. I'm mm-hmm. that's how I see myself. Mm-hmm. Um and it's interesting because when I tell people about you know, when you share the stories of your life, yeah. then people will, then people say, oh my gosh, you're like so adventurous. You're such a, such a risk taker. Yeah. And in my head, I'm thinking, I would never jump off a cliff. <laughs> I would never skydive. I would never do all these things that I consider to be adventurous, risky things. I'm not going camping. I went once. <laughs> I slept in the truck. <laughs> like, I'm not sleeping on the ground. Yeah. What is this yeah. life? Yeah. Um, but it. But I had to reframe and go like, oh, being a risk taker, being adventurous is not just about doing kind Mm. of death defying things. Sometimes it's about being willing to step into uncomfortable situations. Mm. And I think in that regard, well, then I'm super adventurous. I'm the person that sees smoke in the distance and goes, let's drive closer. (laughs) I'm the person who like encounters complete strangers and go how's your day going you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah yeah um but it was i you know it's just so hard to say because i remember i was dealing with some tension i was coming off of kind of a tense year with work and then obviously we were dealing with this death in our family it was the first it's the it was the first major death mm. on my mom's side of the family yeah. like and from my 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 mother's parents on down, we hadn't lost anybody.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And so he was the first. And so it just puts you in this space of, you know, recognizing mortality and all these sort of yeah, things. And yeah. I think it was, it was just a thing that kind of came over me mm. um, where I think I was able to kind of let go of this sense of, of responsibility or the sense of like... Like I of obligation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I I think I'm a kind of person who I take the I take my responsibilities very seriously. So if I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something, then it like weighs on me until mm-hmm. I fulfill whatever that is. Which yeah. and then yeah. if kids are involved, then I take that doubly seriously. Yeah. And so working in a school is a bit of a double-edged sword for me because I will stay. Mm-hmm. for the kids mm-hmm. and I will stay in things that I don't need to stay in. And mm-hmm. I will just, you know, because I'm like, well, I have to, well, who else is going to be here for them? Who else is going to do it? Who else is going to bend over backwards and sacrifice their everything on behalf of this person or that person? Yeah. Um, but it was just kind of like a peace came over me and in a clarity mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. Y- you, you need to like, this is the time. Mm. To do it. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is is laid out the way that it should be. Yeah. I had also just applied for my doctoral program around the same time. Okay. And, and I have a bad habit of doing... I like to stack things on top of each other. <laughs> so I don't spread <laughs> things out in my life. It's like, if I'm going to... If I'm going to start a doctoral program... I should probably also just move at the same time, start a new job at the same time and then have a global sure. pandemic at the same time. Right. Like I should just do it all at once. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, go big or go home kind of deal. Right. Go big or go home. So I think it was just, there are things that I think were already kind of sitting inside of me. Yeah. Um, but the real work came after that. So it was just kind of like this moment of like, I think this is it. Like, like I, when I tell you, like I sent the text and it was just like, it was impulse. Yeah. It wasn't premeditated. Yeah, it, it just, just kind of came. Yeah, And then the real work came for an entire year of praying oh, and asking God, yeah. what am I doing? Why am I doing this? I don't want to leave. It would be so easy to stay because it's so easy to stay. That's why you have to go. Like, you know, all yeah. these things kind of kept coming up and yeah. thinking about it and looking into it. And, and like the job down there, was it in, lo- in place just yet in was right. my salary going to be comparable to what I was making here and all mm-hmm. these little things that just kept making me go mm-hmm. this feels uncomfortable this feels very like not put together and I don't like not put together things yeah. and um, and here I am making a decision and then telling people that I'm going to move when I didn't even have everything locked in stone mm-hmm. I wrote actually this is very funny Or, I don't know, ironic, however it works. Um, In Good Friday of 2019 is when I wrote a letter to my staff telling them that I was leaving.
0: Oh, wow. And And for for anyone, you guys wouldn't know this, but we are recording um, on Saturday before Easter. Mm -hmm. So here we are, this in-between place. That's fascinating Mm -hmm. um, because that's how you were for that entire year. Of praying and being in the in between. Oh yeah, I didn't. I
1: wasn't officially hired in that
0: district
1: down there mm. until July. Yeah. And I wrote that letter in April.
0: Oh my! I'm literally <laughs> getting
1: chills on how. Like and resigned from my job yeah, and everything and moved yeah. in June and. Wow. Got an apartment and did all these things. It, just to give an illustration of how opposite that is from how I operate, when I was in college and student teaching, I st- I student taught in Paxton Buckley Loda, PBL,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, which was already out of my comfort zone. Um, I remember I had been hearing that Unit 4 was heavily trying to recruit and get people to come teach. hmm I heard that from a few of my colleagues, from my classmates, and I thought, well, I'm going to, like, get in there. Mm-hmm. And and I knew that I wanted to work at Jefferson because I had seen, at the time, the principal there was Dr. Susan Zola, and I had seen her speak at one of our seminars. I thought, oh, man, this mm. woman is... I remember thinking, she terrifies me. I have to work for her. <laughs> like, she's just so smart, you know, and I yeah. thought, well, this is what I want to be around. Yeah. And I and I, and I, January of that year... So that would have been 20, 2006, January. So I'm, I I barely started student teaching. Mm-hmm. I, I had a meeting with the HR director in the district at the time just saying, hello, my name is Mallory Morrison. I would like to work for you. Yeah. And she's asking me my interest and all the, I said, well, I only want to work at Jefferson. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, I don't have any openings there yet. I'm like, that's okay. Let me know when you do. Right, and I was right. like, I'll be, I'll do it. You know, I'm very much a, like, I know i I'm very decisive. I know exactly what it is. I will do and I won't do. Right. I'm like, that's fine. I will go back home to Joliet yeah. if this doesn't work out. Yeah. But if but you get a job there, then that's where I want to be. Right. Right. And fast forward to March, as Dr. Zola tells it, she had heard about me, heard about this young, you know, this little rock star. Oh. She came out to observe me in in PBL. Watched me, student teach. Invited me in for an interview. All these sort of things, and I got hired in March of that year. Hadn't graduated yet. Mm. I still had classes to take over the summer, which I did not tell them. So I technically didn't graduate till August. But like that's was, like that's how much I like to have things in order. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like, well, great, I've got that squared away. Yeah. Now I just need to graduate, and that's then I'll go work.
0: Hysterical. <laughs> yeah. That's hysterical because that's completely opposite of what. Is usually happening mm-hmm. you know usually you're graduating and then you're kind of like all right well let's it mm-hmm. but no uh, miss mallory she's like mm-hmm, i got this my when job in march and i'll be graduating
1: and i'll be graduating <laughs> in august you know and so like juxtapose that with yes with this 2019 other... which was i quit my job i sent a letter of resignation i told everybody i was moving in and and, and mm. i had very little to tell people To the point where, when I had kind of like a going away open house, Mm -hmm. I made an FAQ sheet just so I could explain to people, I don't know. (laughs) And I don't want to keep
0: answering your questions about (laughs) specifics. I don't know. Yeah, hand that out to each person. Mm -hmm. Be like, so just so I don't have to answer this 15 times. (laughs) did this first. But it's
1: just so, it was so backwards from how I like to operate. I like to have certainty. And I like to know exactly what I'm walking into. And here I am, you know...
0: Getting ready to make this big life change from central Illinois all the way down to Texas and not even having everything confirmed. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah. And so, just having to believe yeah. that, yep, it's all going to work out yeah. and it's going to be fine. And I genuinely did. Mm-hmm. Like that was the peace that God gave me. And, and I had not been in a journey like that with Him ever before in my life. Mm. Where I'm like, I knew without a certainty that it was all going to work out and it was going to be fine. Yeah. But it was such a process. Yeah. And that was the, I'll be honest, that was the chore for me. Like, it was hard. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to keep, like, mm-hmm. working through this. Like, can we just, like, yeah. move on? Yeah. To the point where after I had moved... um. <laughs> I was like, listen, I've already gone through like a full year of just like anxiety mm-hmm. and stress and thinking and praying and mm-hmm. believing God that I'm like, once again, I just need a period of certainty. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna be certain mm-hmm. about some things, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah. Yeah. like, like, I just can't, you know, I just have to, I just have to be clear headed about some things. And so when things would arise, I'm like, I'm not, we're not unpacking it. We're just, we're going to be decisive. I, I just, yeah. I, I, I'm not inviting that season into my life just quite yet even yeah. though I'm kind of now I'm in a new season that is once again contrary to how I operate. Yeah. Um,
0: so I'm when like, you yeah. arrived when you actually made that trip and you went there did did anything come to you it was it normalcy was it like certainty or did you continue in that pattern of just leaning on God and questioning and, and, or did he line it up for you? What did that look in, like? In
1: theory, it lined up, right? you know, in the sense that, like, obviously the job came through. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, all the things, you know, you have all the things work out. Mm-hmm. All the technical side of things work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I found was that because I had gone through this, like, pre-work mm-hmm. of really believing him about being there. Mm -hmm. um, That's what carried me through being there for three years because it was tough being in that environment. The district we were in um, at the time and still at this point, but you know, it was constantly in transition and Mm -hmm. flux. There was a lot of um, issues. Yeah. I'll just let that word kind of capture everything. Yeah. Um. My friend, who was the superintendent, was not having an easy time
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, in dealing with community and
2: mm-hmm.
1: su- and school board and staff and that sort of things. You know, in a lot of ways, a lot of people love and respected him, um but he also got a lot of grief, mm-hmm. and that takes a toll. Mm-hmm. And here I am. I'm like, I am a thousand miles from home. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have family around this area, which was very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm walking into this building every day where I spend the bulk of my time and I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. The only person I know is the person at the top.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and they're not treating him well. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> and so, but I spent a good chunk of time like cycling through like, Lord, why am I here? Mm-hmm. And, and some days it was the certainty of like, because you had to leave. Some mm-hmm. of it was just straight up like you had to go
2: because
1: mm-hmm. girl, if you just kept sitting here in champagne, you would have just sat in champagne your entire life yes. and you would never have shifted, stretched or grown because you were comfortable yeah. and you walk everywhere and everybody knows who you are. And everybody's like, yeah. oh, hey, Mallory. Hey, Mallory. hey, 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 hey. And you're just walking around, just enjoying everybody, yeah. <laughs> knowing you and liking you just in your little bubble. Mm-hmm. That's not real life. So part mm-hmm. of it was like you have to go. Mm-hmm. And I felt very clear about that. Mm-hmm. And then it became you're also meant to be here. To support Mm. him. Mm. And I was like, oh. I'm like, okay. I can do that. I'm really good at that. I'm really good at supporting people. That wasn't easy to do. Mm -hmm. um, But, you know, but realizing like that's a part of it. And then, and also being okay with, if that's all I do here for the time that I'm here, that's enough. And that was a hard, that was a hard shift for me. Because here I was coming from being an assistant principal. Mm-hmm. I easily could have, you know, done a principalship in Champagne. I could have, you know, mm-hmm. ran my own building. I'm supporting mm-hmm. families and kids and teachers and I'm doing all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in this role where I don't really know anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really asking me or inviting me into their work. The position I had was meant to be very like a supportive role. I was in this coordinator role Mm -hmm. where I was meant to be providing additional support. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've got all these skills and all this knowledge and all this, like these resources that I can share, but no one's inviting me in. And I couldn't figure out how to like get in, Mm -hmm. And so I had to make peace with, if the only reason you are here is so that your friend has an office to walk down to and just be like, and just be and just rest. Then that is enough And you don't have, I'll be clear, uh, let me be clear on this. I did not, I did not have a real understanding of this until honestly the last nine months. Mm. But if, if you, like you don't owe anybody anything and -hmm. you don't have to prove anything to anybody because I think part of it was going down there thinking like, well, let me show everybody like what I can do and who I am and like what I can offer this and then never getting an opportunity to do that. And feeling frustrated and
0: feeling, like, left out. That's a little humbling, too. Oh, yes. You know, if you think about it, like, God, I feel like God was just stripping away a lot of these things for you that maybe you didn't know were there. Mm -hmm. So how did you get to that place with God where you felt peace and said, I'm okay if I'm here simply to support him? So... I I had said it aloud mm-hmm. to my friend before, mm-hmm. like
1: I think it was a thing that I was like turning around in my head. Yeah, um, but a thing that I struggle with is that I can intellectualize anything, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that it like sinks in. So it was a it was a concept that I was quite like, yeah, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I think it was in hindsight that I think I really took it and go, yes. That was why I was there because so I left the district, um, about seven months ago in October. Okay, it was over the last summer, so so he left, he resigned winter of 22. No, is that no winter of 21? Okay, and so because, like I said, right, I had spent a year leading up to going to this place to do this work with him. So after that point, I was like, I'm just going to be very decisive about things. So I already knew when mm-hmm. going into the job. When he goes, I go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I already knew that. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, great. That's a decision <laughs> already made. Right. I won't have to, like, go through this process right. at that time. When he goes, I go. Because I'm like, that's my only real connection to this place, going into it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, and also keep in mind, we had a whole pandemic in the midst. Oh. So when I yeah. get there, I don't know anybody then there's a pandemic, so I still don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. So then yeah. finally, when oh, we're gosh. out of the pandemic, starting to build some connections and relationship, but still feeling like it's never going to feel like it feels when I'm home. Yeah. Um, but, so he he resigns in December 21. In my head, I'm thinking, okay, I'll finish out the school year. Mm-hmm. Cause that, cause, cause, cause in my head, cause I want things to line up nicely. I'm like, Oh, this is fine. This is perfect.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll finish up the school year. I'll graduate and then I'll move in to something else. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'll be clear for those people who are listening that I, it, doing my doctoral studies. Yeah, and so I yeah. was, um, my program was three years. So it would have gone from 2019 to 20, uh, summer of 2022 okay so that so in my head i'm like oh this is perfect timing because in my head i was kind of hoping it was going to be three years i was like oh perfect if i'm just there for the period of time that i'm doing the program then it all just like nice with a bow Mm -hmm. um he leaves in that december and i'm like good for you i'm so glad this Mm -hmm. needs to happen Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i wish you had like fully quit the three other times that we were close to this point
2: yeah Um,
1: they don't deserve you anyway (laughs) Um, but very glad that he was able to step away and step into something new. Mm. Um, and in my head, I go, okay, I finish out the school year and, we, and I move on. Yeah. And so that's December. We do Christmas break. I come back in January. And literally, like, moment one, I walk in the building and it just felt different. And oh. I was like, oh, oh. I don't think this is going to be as easy as I thought it was going to be. Shoot. And even though I had made some friends there at this time, Mm -hmm. there was the as we've said about the space that we're physically in now like Mm -hmm. you know there's a certain vibe to places and the vibes felt off yeah and I just thought oh I don't think this is weird Mm -hmm. and so we had an interim superintendent for a period of time and everything just felt weird and off and all of the things that I felt like were lurking in the background of like why the place just kind of wasn't working Mm -hmm. seemed to be bubbling to the surface. Mm. And I just thought, I just, I'm like, I don't know how long I can do this. Mm. And so I started looking, I started, I started my job search much earlier than I planned. So Mm -hmm. I started looking in January, started applying in February thinking, okay, I'll just, I'll just let this kind of Mm
0: -hmm. decide.
1: Mm -hmm. So when something comes through, then I'll move on, Mm -hmm. but I'll let it happen. Um, And while I was looking for jobs and kind of talking to other people who had come in the district around the same time I had, who specifically were coming to work under my friend as well, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing what they're going to be doing, they're all leaving one by Mm -hmm. one and they're finding things and they're kind of moving on. People who had originally said, oh, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not looking for anything. And I'm imploring them. I'm like, no, you should be looking for things. You should, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm go ahead and move on from this. You're very stressed. There's this and that going on. And they're like, no. And then they go, well, you know, I applied for this one job and I think I got it. And I'm like, oh, great. And here I am having applied to like 20 something. Yeah. Once again, not Mallory's norm. Um, yeah. So when I when I talk about how I became a teacher, I every job of my life. Here's how this happened in high school. I worked in a summer camp. I got that job. My mother will deny this, but this is the truth. She <laughs> filled out the application for me. It's where she had done her social work internship at the summer camp. I did not want to work there because I did not like kids. Oh, so I don't want to do this. <laughs> she she's like, "Will you have an interview?" And I'm like, "How do I have an interview? I didn't fill out an application. She had filled it out for me."
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So that was my first job. My second job uh, was when I was at the U of I. And I was a, a desk clerk, front desk clerk at Lincoln Avenue Residence Hall. And I worked there because my sis, my oldest sister was a front desk clerk at LAR. My second oldest sister was a front desk mm. clerk at LAR. And I thought, great. Sure. The boss already knows who I am because yeah. I've been yeah. visiting U of I since I was a kid. Yeah. Great. So I walked in, literally move in day. Walk up and I'm going, hi, I'm here to speak to so-and-so. My name is Mallory Morris. My sisters are Wendy Morris and Jordan Lindsay Morris. I would like to work here. (laughs) And that's where I worked. Oh, my gosh. Teaching. I went in. I said, I would like to work at Jefferson, please.
2: Yeah.
1: Worked at Jefferson. Like, I... And same thing happened with my assistant assistant principal roles. Those were actually more circumstantial. Like, hey, we need to fill in this space here. And I'm like, great, that's exactly where I want to be. Like, I'm not... Yeah, so there was
0: really, like, if you applied or if you showed up, it was like, all right, it's yours. Mm -hmm. So here you're in this position, Mm -hmm. and you're, like, seeing people around you. Leaving. (laughs) Dropping like flies, so to speak. And you're like, apply, 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 and nothing Nothing, is happening. So what did that, like, what did that do as far as, you know, just your, I don't know, confidence? Mm -hmm. Or your questioning God, saying, like, all right, Right. what's happening?
1: So... Yeah, part of it is you're questioning your value. You're questioning, am I mm-hmm. qualified? Am I even mm-hmm. good? Mm-hmm. Even though for three years, I'm like, I know that I'm good. Right. I just haven't been able to actualize it or act on it. Like, I know mm-hmm. that I'm good. But then I also had to, like, it was the, the very tough thing of, am I going to make peace with the notion that God may not want to move me? Mm. And I did not like that. And I would have conversations with my friends, other folks in the district who were also kind of looking around and we'd have to go, we'd have, we'd, we'd say kind of like, you know, well maybe, you know, if God, if God wants to keep us here longer, then that's what God wants to do. But I'm really hoping that that's not God, what God wants to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like, I'm going to acknowledge it. I'm not going to say that I'm great with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, you can handle that. You mm-hmm. know my heart. I'm not gonna fake it. I'm not gonna right, pretend. Right. He's gonna see
0: through it anyway. <laughs> exactly.
1: You're gonna do what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just not under- You know. You already yeah. know how I feel about it. But mm-hmm. it was that was a tension. It was like, yeah. If he wants to keep me here, it's like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to be okay with it. Yeah. And so, so, but what I ended up doing, which was a crazy pants idea. I ended up picking up some contract work over that summer of 2022 because I thought, well, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. And I need something to, like, stimulate me. Mm -hmm. I need an outlet, like, Mm -hmm. to put all of my knowledge into. Mm -hmm. So I picked up a couple of, like, part-time jobs that summer. Talk
0: about stacking.
1: Talk about (laughs) stacking, right? (laughs) Crazy. Um, So, yeah, so I was just in this weird space. but But here's where here's to kind of bring it full circle. Here was the moment when I finally was able to make peace about like value and my purpose there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you kind of mentioned it earlier, just around like when, when you're in a space and everybody knows you and likes you and wants you around and, and seeks you for, for support and help. And then mm-hmm. you go into space where that's not happening and you're just kind mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. But I have all this, these gifts and talents and I'm just not utilizing them. And like, Mm -hmm. I, I'm struggling with that. And then, well, maybe my only purpose was just to be here and to be a friend, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's something I think I even, I've, I've said before, but you know, these were intellectual thoughts that I was just kind of like, I think saying to calm myself down in Mm -hmm. difficult times, but not because that's what I really wanted it to be or that I was really okay with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I go through the summer doing this work Um, because I picked up these side jobs and because um, late summer, September, we had a couple of deaths in my family. So this Mm. is my, yeah. Um, I was away from work a lot or a lot more than I normally would have been.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And I was willing to be away because I thought, well, I know I'm going to, my plan is to leave. Mm -hmm. So I need to start like letting go of some of these Work habits that I have, like where I never took time off, I never, you know what I mean. I've kind of mm-hmm. felt like I always have to be here, I always have to show up, I was, and that created such anxiety in me because yeah. to show up and do nothing, to hurry up and wait, like you're yeah. just like you're constantly in a state of tension, and so, I'm not even like the, me saying this out loud is the first time I think I'm really like processing it. Mm-hmm. Like that was an exercise in and of itself was. Because I was because I knew I was going to leave or I wanted to leave, I started acting outside of my normal work character. Mm-hmm. And those were habits that I needed to break. I needed to recognize, like you deserve to take time off. Yeah. That's why you have it. Yeah. You deserve to do things or to step into things that honor you or Mm -hmm. respect you Mm -hmm. and you don't have to ascribe to things that don't like these were things like I'm, I was Mm -hmm. very much like you show up and you do your your job. Like that's a lesson from my father. Mm -hmm. If you make a commitment, you see that commitment through. The problem is, is like, how do you know when a commitment is over? Right. right? So I go through the summer, I'm doing these side jobs. I'm going back home for funerals and family things and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking all this time off of work and then, actual work starts picking up <laughs> my job. And they're like, hey, we need you to do this, we need you to do that. And they needed me to do a lot of, um, like, professional development type, type stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got fall is coming, we've got to get mm-hmm. teachers trained in X, Y, and Z. We And so they kept yeah. asking, can you do this, can you do this, can you do this? Here's the thing. I have always loved providing professional development. I, whenever I had the opportunity here in Champaign, I loved it. Um, I thought that that's what I could do in Champagne. I had even I remember reaching out at one point and asking, "Hey, do we think the district is ever going to have a position that's kind of like this where I could do X, Y, and Z?" Mm-hmm. And they're basically like, "No, that's kind of absorbed in all these other positions." I'm like, "Okay," mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay, well then it's just not the time right now." Mm-hmm. And then I go down to Texas ultimately, and I'm thinking, "Oh, I might be able to like parlay and shift into this professional development kind of role." Mm-hmm. No, they they were gonna hire for it. I was going to go after it. My friend is like, no, this isn't the time. The climate is really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want you to be um, a target. Mm-hmm. I need you to just keep, continue to lay low. I'm like, absolutely, I'll just lay low.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then they decide not to hire for that position. So then they just kind of kept doing these ad hoc committees whenever they needed to offer PD. Mm-hmm. But it, even though folks would tell me, oh, you're really good at this stuff, I was never the one leading the work. I was the one who would get called up after they had already started and they needed to find solutions to things. They're like, hey, Mm. Mallory's really good at this. Let's see if she can do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had kept telling myself, like, that's value. That's value. That's value. Like, people do see that I have value. But still feeling discontent because I'm like, I don't feel like I'm really doing much of anything. And then that summer comes, I'm going to be away a lot they're starting to like put things on my plate and they're, and they're bringing my name up in meetings and planning meetings for PD that I'm not invited to as they're p- trying to figure things out. They're bringing up my name because they're like, Oh, Mallory's really good at that. Or Mallory really understands this. Or am thinking, why would my name keep coming up in a meeting that I'm not invited to? Yeah, If you think so highly of me, Why wasn't I just invited to be a part of this process?
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: And so those are the things that started kind of coming through. So I started having to um, create stuff while I was away. Um, But I'm sitting, I remember one day in particular, I was sitting, I was waiting to meet with a friend. We were going to, she had a meeting and we were going to chat afterward. They were planning beginning of the school year teacher stuff. Mm -hmm. and she's like just come in sit in the back we should be done in like five minutes Mm -hmm. I'm like that's fine Mm -hmm. So I come and sit in the back and I know everybody in this room Mm -hmm. they're planning they're up on this whiteboard writing things out and they're planning out this new teacher programming and as I'm sitting there in the back of the room just waiting on her I'm hearing the conversation as folks are trying to figure out what makes sense what what should we be covering with teachers in what order who should do what what should be the focus what are the objectives Mm -hmm. all these sort of things I'm getting text messages on the side from people in the room, Mm. who would be like, "Hey, like, what do you think about this?" Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Well, da 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 da." -da." I'm like, "Yeah, that's the same thought I I was having. Yeah, I just wanted to know like somebody thinking the same thing I was thinking. Then they'd raise their hand and they share their thoughts, right? Or then somebody who was sit who was near me would be like, "Hey, Mm -hmm. you know," and they'd start asking my opinion about things. And this whole meeting happens, and it was then. It, like, hit me. Mm. Like, it dropped in me immediately. I was like, whoa, Mal. You have been trying so hard to get people's approval. Mm. Mm. And to find validation mm. in this space that cannot offer it to you. Mm. For three years, you've been trying to prove your worth. Show people that you have something to offer. And they cannot offer it to you because here you are in a room where everyone has acknowledged that you are the person to go to, to turn to, to figure this whole thing out. Yet they did not invite you to be a part of this. Mm. And it was in that moment where I felt like, oh, I'm free of this. (laughs) yeah <laughs> it was in that moment that I went, Oh my God, I wow, yeah, I'm free of this like I it just hit me. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you. like for breaking this wide open and helping yeah. me to just let this go yeah and then in like further processing it, I was able to acknowledge I was looking for the same thing when I was in champagne.
2: Thank you. Mm.
1: you know. Where I was like, where, where I had to kind of like re-examine my experiences here and go. You were also looking for validation. You were also looking for mm. this sort of like acknowledgement like that you have made these contributions. And we are going to acknowledge or reward that in these sort of ways. Yeah. But that never happened. They mm. were very content. And this, I don't mean this... And I don't mean any disrespect to this to specific people. I'm just the system.
2: Yeah. The yeah, system. Yeah. The
1: system was very content to keep you where you were, mm-hmm. because you were gonna keep serving.
2: Yeah.
1: You were gonna keep handing everything over.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you? You can have this. You can have this. You can have this. You can have this, because you wanted the validation that you were good at this. And champagne mm-hmm. was gonna keep mm-hmm. taking that from you because you're producing. You know, you're you're doing this. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And then this district in Texas was going to keep taking it from you. And I don't remember who said this to me, but somebody gave me the feedback. Um, they said, stop giving it all away. Mm. Stop giving all your, she said, stop giving all of this, all of your stuff away. And so like those things happen within a couple days of each other. Me having that moment of clarity, like, Oh my gosh, yeah. they can't offer me something that they can't give this system. Be- how it functions, what it is, cannot validate me. And I have to stop looking here for it. Yeah. I have to just know. Yeah. And then in that moment, I was like, oh, my sense of like commitment and obligation like fell away. I was like, okay. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was still up to that point feeling a little guilty about the fact that I wanted to leave,
2: mm.
1: even though I had no reason to. And yeah. in that moment, I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. God, I'm ready for you to take me in. And then that's when the moment I started thinking, if you keep me here longer, I can deal with it. I don't want to be here longer, but I can deal with it because I know now that I'm not looking here for something that this place can't offer me. Yeah, yeah. Um, But that coupled with kind of pulling back a bit and going, we're going to stop just handing over our everything to everyone just hoping for somebody to be like, "Oh my gosh, you're so great! Oh, this is so wonderful! Look at how mm-hmm. great Mallory is," because even though you've gotten plenty of those over the years, they have not filled that bucket, girl. Mm. And you have to just know that you're great, yeah. and it's and it's like you can say that you're great, but we still then do these things that
0: contradict our like our our knowing. Um, did you find yourself in that moment where you realized? that you were looking for this validation, did you find yourself turning more towards God and saying, God, I know that you are the only one that's going to fill this this validation? Yeah. Did he speak to you in any way in that? Yeah, there was definitely, it,
1: you know, I think the thing for for me is that there are a lot of things that I have known and have understood, and then I have let those understandings become clouded by, living life Mm -hmm. living in the world right easy to do right (laughs) and so in that moment Mm -hmm. that kind of stripping yeah there's then it's the clarity of like like i'm sorry god
0: i'm sorry for like
1: bastardizing this whole thing i'm sorry for making like pursuing something knowingly or unknowingly that you have made very clear to me Mm-hmm. a long ago, mm-hmm. I'm sorry for like looking for something extra on top of yeah. what you've already said to be true of me. Yeah. And it's like, I, I could, like I said, like there's, there's a, there's, you can have an understanding, but mm-hmm. I think we can easily get confused
2: mm-hmm. and,
1: yeah. and get jumbled about things. And, and so in that clarity, it was an, it was an opportunity for one, for me to ask for, for, for forgiveness. Mm. Um, two, for me, I'll, I'll be very, I'll be honest and transparent in this too. For me to um, like name, <laughs> name to God things I was angry at him about. Mm. You know, little yeah. resent, little bitterness, mm-hmm. bitters that I was hanging mm-hmm. on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I was like, well, if you adjust, and why haven't you? And mm-hmm. then I wouldn't be looking for this, you know. Yeah. And and recognizing like God can take it. I'm gonna yeah. tell you exactly. I'm angry. Yeah. And but but taking ownership of these things that I think we're sitting under this placid surface of I'm happy. I'm content. I'm just good. You know, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. These things that were just sitting under the surface where I'm like, no, we're going to raise it all to the surface. Yeah. yeah. I have to name for myself. I was seeking validation from mm-hmm. spaces that cannot provide it to me. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to name that there is an unspoken bitterness I have towards God about X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And then I also have to acknowledge that God has loved me. God, God has sent great people around mm-hmm. me who mm-hmm. have loved me and have shown me my value and my worth. And I have to and I have to take some ownership of what are you gonna do with this mm-hmm. how are you going to make sure that you stay in this space so that everything you do after this you do not carry in these bad habits mm,
0: yeah
1: like I can't go into another job looking for validation looking for worth looking for all these things that I cannot get from it yeah. and I you know, Obviously, God always had his trajectory and his plan. I can only say from my end mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. then in stepping into the next role in the mm-hmm. new job, I was able to walk in naming ahead of time, this is a job. Yeah. This is a job. And even if the people are fantastic, and even if you really love the work, you have to keep in mind that this is a job. Your worth your sin, and your value do not come from what people in this space are going to give you. Mm. But that doesn't mean you can't show up fully. It doesn't mean you can't be you. It doesn't mean you can't offer these things. Mm -hmm. But it does mean that you are now wiser Mm -hmm. and you can be more thoughtful and considerate of yourself in how you Mm -hmm. show up in these spaces. And that has been a whole
0: new kind of experience. It sounds to me so freeing. You know, to to walk in, to be able to give it your all, but not carry that burden of seeking approval. Not that you knew that you were even doing that, but it's like a subconscious Mm -hmm. weight that you didn't know you were carrying. Mm -hmm. And now you can just go Mm -hmm. in and you can be completely free Mm -hmm. Mallory in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a, I mean, what a beautiful kind thing. I mean, I know that's so hard when we walk through those, but like, just think how kind he, how kind God is to have done that for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a, it's interesting how you say how kind of God, there's a song by Marvin Sapp Sapp called kind God. Mm. And I'm not going to get the lyrics right. Exactly. But the gist of it is essentially like how kind of God to essentially like tell me no. Yes. How kind of God to let me go through yes. these situations. How kind of God to like, like, like a lot, like have me deal with these tensions and to learn these things and figure these things out and to stumble and fall and to like, like bump up yeah. against things. Like how kind of God because we got to go through these processes like mm-hmm. obviously how kind of got to love me and to provide for me and well, to take of care of me of but all of these things and and i think yeah like the it's i'll I'll be clear like it is a regular reflection oh. in this work where i have to remind myself <laughs> yeah. your value's not in this now mm-hmm. every time i send off something that somebody else is going to review i have to remind myself your value's not in this cuz i mm-hmm. struggle i've struggled my whole life with feedback mm-hmm. yeah cuz i want cuz my because I, cause I want to put out a perfect product the first time, yeah. and I want everybody to love it. And then mm-hmm. I have to remind myself, if somebody loves something that I do, I have to, like, check it at the door and, like, appropriately file it in my yeah. brain. Mm-hmm. I can't just go, mm, yes, warm sunshine on me. They think mm-hmm. that I'm fantastic. Mm-hmm. I have to, like, be mindful about where that gets filed in my brain so that then I don't walk around like, I'm so great at this Not, it's not wrong for me to walk around, I'm so great at this, but the, what's feeding the I'm so great at this has to be God has endowed me and enabled me to be so great at this. And that's what I'm carrying with me versus all these people have told me that I'm so great at this. And so I'm going to use that as fuel.
2: Yeah.
1: Like my fuel, and this is something I've been reflecting on lately is my fuel for Mm -hmm. a long time has come through externally from people. Mm Mm-hmm. That can't be my fuel. My fuel has to be internal. Yeah, Has to be coming out of me. Has to be because God has made this very clear to me. And that has been the the process. And that's been the thing that I've been practicing. It's like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know that what I put together is solid and makes sense. I welcome feedback. I welcome other people to come into it. Mm -hmm. If they acknowledge it, great, fantastic. Mm -hmm. If they say nothing... Mm -hmm. that's great or fantastic. I feel confident and good about
0: what I put out. And that's the end of it. that's that, yeah. And that's the end of it. Because honestly, I mean, people are fickle, Mm -hmm. you know, and just in Jesus's life, I mean, a week ago, it was Palm Sunday. Mm -hmm. He was riding in and everyone was praising. And and a week later, he's crucified by the exact same people. And so we can't put our trust, our hope, our worth in, in what someone else is going to say because <laughs> right. 5 minutes from now they're mm-hmm. going to be screaming, you know, the right. negative and we mm-hmm. would literally be crucified by their negative opinion. Mm-hmm. So it it's just interesting that you're you're talking about this because here we are on the Saturday in between mm-hmm. the, you know, uh, Good Friday and the resurrection tomorrow. Right. So yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah,
1: there's something about the in-between. Mm. Um this is a this is a much nicer in-between than the one I lived through 4 years ago, I'd say. But yeah. there's something about you know, there's yeah, there's something about um the clarity. Um something that I'm practicing or I have to be clear, something that I'm naming for myself, we're not at the point of practicing it quite well just yet, Mm. but something that I definitely have been naming for myself. And, um, amongst my friends, we have said this, you know, we acknowledge that we have learned a lot of lessons in our lives, right? Yeah. We're also reflective. You know, we know what the scripture says. We know what our therapist says. We know, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like we got all, we, we, we have all the lessons. Mm -hmm. We don't act on those lessons, right? Yeah. We're reapplying we them. We're not no yeah. we just know yeah. them and yeah. then we just go through life and we hit the same thing again. And you're like, didn't it wait. Mm-hmm. I already understood this, but here I was just continuing to operate. Yeah. Um, but you know, one of my goals right now is I wanna be a person who like actually acts on the lessons that I've learned. I want I wanna act like I have learned these lessons already, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's uh but that takes a mm. a slowing down
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and even though I consider myself to be very intentional about how I live my life, as mm-hmm. we've named multiple times historically, I am the kind of person who stacks a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I've always been busy. Mm-hmm. I have attributed busyness to value and worth, right? Like here's the running theme of my life. Mallory is seeking
2: mm-hmm.
1: validation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've I've looked for it in all these other ways where I've thought that these things mean like look at how like like how much worth you have because you've done all these things or you do all these things and mm-hmm. and so now I'm in the space of like slowing down my life
0: yeah
1: which is very new and different and processing things mm-hmm. like really and naming the things like okay mm-hmm. I ha- like taking the pause and going okay we've already learned how to do this we've already learned this about ourselves How do we need to show up in this moment? Or what do we need to, what thought do we need to interrupt right now? Like, what is it Mm -hmm. that we have to get in between of? Um, Because when you move life, when you move through life at a quick pace, you don't have a lot of time to apply the knowledge that you have. Um, So then this,
0: yeah. Where do you see God in that? Like, in your slowing down, in your reflectiveness, in your like, all right, (laughs) I already hit that speed bump uh, mm-hmm. 10 times. Why mm-hmm. am I at the same speed bump? Right.
1: Uh, so I'll be, I'll be very honest. So, you know, in moving to Texas and going through a difficult three years and going through my doctorate mm-hmm. and that was stressful, um, dealing with, you know, deaths in the family over the past year, like a lot of things
2: mm-hmm.
1: I very much feel, <laughs> I have to be honest and say like, God has been like like sitting right next to me. He's like I'm I I'm, I'm waiting. I'm just mm-hmm. right here. When you're ready to like really do this thing with me again, mm-hmm. I'm right here. Yeah. But I have to I mean but I'm willing to be honest with myself and I'm like God, I know you're still right there. Yeah. I'm 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 I'm, I'm removing things yeah. off the agenda. I'm making space. I've been talking for years about how important it is to have margin in our lives, right? Yeah. While not having any margin in mind. Um Right? Lessons learned, but yet not applied. Um, And so I am hopeful in this season that God, that I see God in a new way or or rather like encounter God in a new way. He's always there. I'm like... Highs, lows, goods, bad. He's always been there. Mm-hmm. My subconscious is me talking to him, like we are in very regular, everyday conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, but in learning how to slow down, and learning how to properly have margin, and learning how to set boundaries, yeah, with myself and on behalf of myself with other people, which is a hard thing because I am a people pleaser Mm. yeah and so I can relate and and not for like everyday everyday people I'm not doing something for you know right but it's it's the friends and the family yeah and it's well even when they don't realize that they're asking something of me that is actually gonna cost me Mm -hmm. you know be as simple as hey let's get together on this night for da 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 and Mm -hmm. I'd be like okay well, I had this other thing I should be doing, especially mm-hmm. when I was working on my doctorate. Mm-hmm. Like, I really should be dedicating time to this.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I, but I should show up for them. Like, I should be present because that's what good friends do.
0: Right.
1: And then, so then sacrificing time, energy, mental mm-hmm. capacity mm-hmm. to be present. The number of times I've been in Illinois, gone home, gone whatever, and then kind of going like, oh, I have to be better about saying no yeah. to the people that I thought I couldn't say no to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you come here, you come back to Illinois and you find yourself drained instead yeah. of refreshed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So
1: this has been a season, like I'm in it right now. I've got this new job. I work remotely.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's it's not as taxing mentally, which mm-hmm. is a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know, I know this is exactly where I need to be and I need to sit here for a while. Mm. But it's going to be a process. And I don't know what's on the other side of it. Yeah. I just literally wrapped up my dissertation. Like, that is done. Yeah. So, like, there's all this space now that I've never had in my life. Yeah, I can't think of a single time since childhood that I've had this amount of space in my life. And so I have no idea what this looks like. I have no mm-hmm. idea how to operate in it because I've only been operating in fill every bit up with something. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I have, I am welcoming God to be like all right mm-hmm. let's let's in, let's it, let's encounter each other in a new way. So I don't know what that's going to look like. I really don't. Yeah. Um but I am I am grateful for in the slowing down. Um, the the conversations, the reflections. One of the things this is this is actually I will call this a practice cuz it's something I've actually been doing. Um in the spirit of keeping the like internal fuel Mm -hmm. filled as Mm -hmm. opposed to like needing it externally after everything. so I will literally do this as I, when I drive away from you today,
2: Mm.
1: after everything, particularly like people lean encounter since I love people so much and I have been bereft of people for some time, having moved and pandemic and all those things and now working at home. Um, I take a mo. I've been taking a moment either to verbally or mentally or write it down and just naming. I just did this thing. Mm. This was an enjoyable thing. Mm. Here's what I got out of this thing. And like naming all those things and going, okay. As opposed to going, as opposed to just having it. Not intentionally like acknowledging something good has happened and then needing another hit somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a people thing but that's also like an accomplishments thing. Yeah. I just finished my dissertation and I and I knew I'm like I want to celebrate this. Oh, I want yeah. to acknowledge this work that I put in.
2: Yeah.
1: And then I realized that I couldn't remember I was like, what did it feel like to get my first master's? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Couldn't tell you. What did it feel like to get the second? Couldn't tell you. Mm
2: -hmm. What did
1: it feel like to get my bachelor's? I don't really know. What did it feel like to graduate high school? I remember falling asleep a little bit. We were tired because we were cleaning Mm -hmm. the night before. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, Nate, I'm like thinking of all the things that were like these big accomplishments that I wanted to achieve in my life. And I couldn't pinpoint, I couldn't like, I couldn't like mm. find it inside me and like sit inside it and feel it again. The, the, like I could only think of that for like a couple of moments in my life. And I was like, I don't want that. Yeah. I want to actually feel it and name it and notice it so that I don't go chasing something else after this. There's a reason mm. I have so many degrees. It's because the the one before it wears off and I go... Well, let's do something again. I mean, part yeah. of it is also I'm interested. I do love school, yeah. but I recognize that like your, yeah. your blessing can also be your curse, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, so this has been so like this season has been one of like, mm. like slowing down and naming like this was a good thing and you enjoyed this thing and this is what you're feeling right now and letting yourself like letting myself like situate, like sit in it. So to my point before we started the talking where I said like before the day I defended my dissertation, um, I had a complete and total breakdown and I was like sobbing in a Walmart parking lot. Mm. Um, I chose to sit in it. Mm. I was like, I don't like this but i'm going to feel every feeling yeah. attached to this process because this process and this conclusion have meant a lot to me yeah and i don't want to forget them like obviously you know i'm not going to remember all the details but i right. if i code this in my body mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. i can then when i reflect on this years from now yeah. i can actually say like man that was such a triumph in my life or this is exactly like, like God saw me through to this, this, um, to realize this dream that I had had for so long. Like I am like, this is a thing I've been working toward for a long time. I don't want to let that go. Um, but then doing that in the small things too. So every dinner or lunch or breakfast I've had with somebody this week, I've left it and going, man, mm-hmm. that was a good time with that friend. It's really nice that I can mm-hmm. see them once or twice a year and mm-hmm. it's as if we have never like been apart yeah. and it's easy. And that person has always been good to me. Like naming the thing so that like... Mm-hmm. So, that there's, yeah. so not letting room for distorted thinking to even come into the picture. I'm mm-hmm. just going to get I'm cutting it off at the pass. I'm going to name all the thoughts I want to have about this interaction before I decide to go to sleep, wake up, and now I have really warped thoughts. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. What did I say yesterday? That was a really weird thing. I think you came across as awkward. You should... Right. You should okay, maybe yeah. not do that again. Nope. We're cutting it off of the past. We're naming everything. How exactly how we want to think about this. Yeah. So then those are, the, those are the thoughts I carry with me as opposed to the negative ones that make me start second guessing and questioning myself and thus then seeking new opportunities for value and worth and validation because yeah. I miscoded the last thing. Yep. Yeah. And
0: I think that is so beautiful. And you are teaching me a lot because I also am the type of person that wants to stack. <laughs> I just want to continue on and I don't take the time to relish what it was that I just did. And so you, Mallory, are even teaching me to slow down and to be grat- uh, show gratitude and just name those emotions, whether that be really great or just things that we need to process. Mm-hmm. So there's great value in that and I see God in that. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. He's taught me a lot.
1: Jeez. You know, you. I think you're like me in the fact that like I go into things assuming what I'm going to learn from them. You know, yeah. you're and like, then, this is what I'm going to get out of this. Yeah. And then God's like,
0: oh, sister. Right.
1: <laughs> and and the problem is, is that when you go in assuming you don't leave a whole lot of room for God to like Mm-mm. show you something new. Mm-mm. And so this process that I have been in is allowing me to reframe things and see them with better clarity um, than the way that I may have processed them before.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. If Um, you, so you are now Mm -hmm. Dr. Mm -hmm. Mallory Morris, (laughs) congratulations. Oh my gracious. Um, wow. I hope, I hope you can (laughs) sit in that and rejoice. Mm -hmm. And just let God sing over you, yeah. Uh, because He does, He, he sings over he you. He is,
1: and it's it's in every person that has. <laughs> it's in every person that has that has like gone out of their way to acknowledge mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And it's and 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 I have I think I've been in a good place where I'm like I don't need them to say it. I joked before I finished. I'm like oh at least for a month i want it, i wanted at obnoxious <laughs> levels right part of that is cuz like you're trying to get done you're in the thick yeah, of it you're like yeah. i need some pay ba- yeah. off for this i
0: just need the finish line i can see right. it right
1: <laughs> but now that i'm on the other side of it it's like oh mm-hmm. man i did that yeah. and i regularly remind myself you did it yeah. you did it you yeah. got through it like yeah. god is faithful and you got through this and what you presented had is has value to the world of education yeah. and there are possibilities and opportunities in that mm-hmm. and we can leave it there for right now and god will take mm-hmm. you into whatever the next step is but look at what you did yeah. it was good yeah. like it was good and i have yeah. to keep saying that to myself but every time friends or other people have said it or acknowledged it i i do i recognize it as like I think God is allowing me to have this like victory lap sort of moment of like, Mm. I'm, I am acknowledging and validating inside myself. You did a good thing. And then he's saying, yes, you did a good thing.
0: Mm. Yeah, he is. He is. So if you had a word of advice, if someone is listening and they are the type of person that is stacking, that wants to continually reach for the next thing without taking that moment and soaking in what it is that they've accomplished, maybe looking for their validation somewhere else outside of God, do you have a piece of advice for them? Do you have any words of wisdom that you could impart to them if they're listening?
1: Man... It's so easy to say
0: slow down. Yeah. But if you've never slowed
1: down, that's nearly impossible to do. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's very, mm-hmm. it feels wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, <laughs> I would suggest to folks who
0: are there in that space to plan their slowing down. Oh, genius. Plan it. Yeah. Because if you just say you're going to do it. I promise you weren't going to do it. You weren't going to do it. But like intentionally,
2: because I, because
0: I I, like, don't get me wrong.
1: I'm still very much a planner. My Mm -hmm. calendar, Mm -hmm. don't ask me. Well, this was different, but in general, like my dad and I, um, he will, when he wants to do something with me and like my sisters and the kids, he'll often ask me first because he knows my calendar (laughs) is laid out. I can give him a definitive answer. So I say funny, and he's like, "Okay, what are you going, like? It could be now." He's like, "All right, Illinois football schedules out. Which games are you coming yeah. to?" I'm like, "Great, what's your fall look going, like?" Yep, exactly. here we are in and April. Go, I'm like, "Okay, November games are out because we're gonna have some staff stuff." I said, "But you know, October looks pretty good. Yeah, put me down uh, for these games. Like, because yeah. that's who I am." But I would say if you were in this space, plan your slowing down. Plan a weekend, mm. and and. Literally, if you need to, like, schedule it out and say, okay, on Saturday, I am going to, from, like, when I wake up, I'm going to sit and drink tea. And that's something Mm -hmm. that I do, I tell myself sometimes. Because I'm very jealous of coffee drinkers. I don't drink coffee. I don't either. But I'm jealous Uh, of them because they have this built-in ritual every day because they can't function without their coffee. Yep, Yep, but So that means that, by nature, they get up in the morning and they immediately, like rest yeah because <laughs> they sit still yeah. and they drink this coffee and they wait for the caffeine to kick mm-hmm. so they just kind of like are there yeah but those of us who aren't operating off of caffeine we're just getting up and we're going yeah, we just uh, <laughs> hit
0: hit the floor running exactly
1: you know? <laughs> and so sometimes it's me on a like on a wednesday going okay what does my morning look like tomorrow mm-hmm. and then did it going okay mm-hmm. when i get up i'm gonna make breakfast and i'm gonna make tea and I'm going to sit and have breakfast and tea. And then I don't have a meeting till 9. And it's like me saying these things out loud and, like, writing them into my schedule. Like, I'll put it, like, 8 o'clock breakfast. Yeah. And, like, just naming. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. And then naming. I'm going to go to the library mm-hmm. and walk around at 3. Mm. Like, these things. Like, there is, there is so much joy and peace in, like, walking around a Barnes & Noble. Yeah. And I did that a few months ago. And I realized... I haven't done this since I was a teenager. Mm. Just walked around in Barnes & Noble, saw what books were interesting, took pictures of them so I could check them out from the library. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like. The simplicity of that. The simplicity. Build a day. I would yeah. invite all these people. Build a day. A Saturday, mm-hmm. a Sunday, if you've got a day off of work or a day in the midst of work. Mm-hmm. Build a day mm-hmm. where you just go, okay, what are the things that I like to do? Mm-hmm. What are the things that I never make time for? Mm-hmm. If you are, like you, if you're a runner, it's just say like, okay, I'm going to go for a run. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to sit and eat lunch. Or maybe I'm going to take myself out to lunch. Ooh, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll take a, you know, I'll take a book with me. Or maybe I don't mm-hmm. take a book with me. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to sit and I'm going to listen to a podcast. And I'm not going to do anything else while I'm yeah. listening to that podcast podcast yeah like and I think sometimes we feel like these things they feel unnatural because we're so used to doing so many things at once but I'm constantly coming back to the fact like remember when you were younger when you were a kid and you used to just listen to music yeah as an activity mm-hmm. you'd lay on the floor of your bedroom yep. and the radio would be on and you would just, just listen, listen to music mm-hmm. that was an activity by itself yeah. And that continues to blow my mind that whenever I do that now, I get a little
0: bit stressed because I'm like... I feel like you got to be doing so- like like something. Like on- something. Okay, sit on your hands. Right. So <laughs> and it's not even like I want mm-hmm. to do something. Yeah. It's,
1: you know, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. busy as I am, I'm very much a bum. I don't like doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do stuff. Yeah. But my brain mm-hmm. is telling me we should do something. Yeah. And so then that, then I'm, so even if I don't end up doing anything, I've, I've still created stress inside my body yeah, yeah. because I'm at odds. Part of me wants to rest. Part of me thinks that I should be doing something because that's what's a word more worthy behavior. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I don't do anything because mm-hmm. I want to rest. So now yeah. I feel guilty that I never did <laughs> oh anything my gosh, yes. and I could have just rested. Yeah. Yeah, and instead you decided to be in this battle. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I say that. So, plan a day of mm-hmm. like plan a slower, plan some slower activities, put mm-hmm. them into your schedule, block out time in your calendar, and say, like, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's as simple as like maybe Walgreens is like a two minute drive away but it's maybe like a 15 20 minute walk yeah just go i'm gonna walk to walgreens yeah i don't need anything from walgreens but walgreens is like the room of requirement in harry potter you walk into walgreens (laughs) there's always something there for you go there Um, you know and then come home and like that just be a thing and i'll and i'll say this phrase that is guiding me right now consider doing nothing as doing something yes yeah yeah. And I think that's just like a mantra to say again and again and again and again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's value in rest. There's value in. God talks
1: about rest. Yes. Like, my yoke is easy. Like, lay your burdens upon me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will give you rest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> but we don't recognize that we are worthy of rest right. or that we deserve rest because this world tells us to keep going. Yeah. And, and I recognize that I'm in a fortunate place to be having this reflection because for all intents and purposes, I've accomplished the things that I've set out to do. Yeah. And so that might be a little bit more difficult if you feel like you're at the beginning of something. You're like, but I'm I'm trying to build up something. I have something to prove. And you can still rest
0: Yeah. inside yeah. of it. Yeah. It kind of reminds me, I'm a runner and... Um, I know some people run and they just want to like go, 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 go till they finish whatever their, you know, mileage is. But I'm the kind of runner where I actually take a a tenth of a mile walk break every mile. So I get to the mile marker, I walk a tenth of a mile, and then I run until I hit the next mile marker. And in all honesty, that actually makes me faster Mm -hmm. because I've incorporated that tiny little walk in there. And I know that that's not everyone's style, but for me personally... That's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. It it resets me physically and it resets me mentally and then I'm ready for that next mile. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same it's, thing.
1: Yeah. There are a lot of counterintuitive things that I think that we have to get better practice in doing. Yeah. Our brains um, do not do well mm-hmm. under relentless kind of like like work, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. relentless pressure. One of the things that I value, because some of my work has been in, like, creativity, is understanding that if you want to be, like, your most creative self, and creativity is for everyone, right? Like, it could be, a, so that's oh, yeah. everything from, like, yes, the people who are, like, the artists and whatnot, mm-hmm. but also, like, I have to finish this report for work,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I just can't figure out any more words to say.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Walk away from it. Yeah. You have to build in spaces of rest. Your brain needs rest time because that's when it's a you. your brain in its subconscious can, like, mm-hmm. work through things, mm-hmm. incubate it, and yeah. then when you reengage, go, boom. Yeah. And you go, oh, my gosh, how did I not even see that before? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's one of my tricks when I like to play, uh, like, I like to do puzzles and things like that. It's like, well, if I just walk away from this and come back later, yeah. I'm going to see something I didn't see before. Yeah. Yep. That I, I looked at several times. Yeah. So, yeah. So literally you taking that 10th of a mile is brilliant because you are honoring exactly what like your mind mm-hmm. and your body want. Like it's just a little bit
0: of a reprieve. Yeah. And then I go again. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, Mallory, <laughs> you have filled my cup today. And uh, ugh, I just appreciate you taking the time out of your vacation mm-hmm. to come yeah. and spend it with me and my listeners. But I always like to finish with this final question. Mm-hmm. Um, And that is through this entire process of um, all of your education from moving from Illinois to Texas. um, What do you know about God now that you didn't know about him before?
1: What do I know about God now that I didn't know about him before? That's an interesting question.
2: Mm.
1: Because, like, you know, I grew up in church Like a lot of people. So you're like, well, God's all, yeah, God is God. And you know. Yeah. Um, The thing I am knowing about God now that I don't think I knew before is the notion of like God is inside me. Mm. Like he inhabits me. Yeah. And all of us. And that, that means that everything going on inside of me he is subjected to as well. Oh. Right? Yeah, so yeah. like when I when I like lean into worry mm. and anxiety and mm. and 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 also like my disassociative behaviors, right? The things when I wanna check out of life and I'm like, I don't want to engage and mm-hmm. the the numbing sort of stuff that mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. folks who are stressed and overworked and overthought tend to lean into like he is subjected to all of those things and if I want to love God first I have to love myself Mm. because loving myself is me treating God a whole lot better than I think I have yeah. Um, so that's a thing that I'm that I'm that I'm knowing. It's like he's here. He's always been here, but I think it's always been like, yeah, God's here, mm-hmm. but he's not like, but he's like he's like he's up above my head, right? Mm-hmm. But like no, but if he's here, if like he lives in me, mm-hmm. then, then that means if I'm beating myself up about something, I'm beating him up him up about something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If I am wallowing and self-pity, then i then he's just sitting there like, girl, like what about me? <laughs> like, how mm-hmm. can you how can this sit inside you if I'm sitting inside you? Mm-hmm. If I am leaning into some of my less savory behaviors or or mm-hmm. thought streams, mm-hmm. he's just like, What I did not ask for any of this. Yeah, <laughs> and so me yeah. like it's a it's I think it's a sign of of love and respect towards God. Yeah. When I love and respect myself more and I actualize the lessons that I've learned and the practices that I say that I want to have in my life, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: me doing those is like, yes, it's great for my self care and my like sanity and my mental health. And, It's It's, like, God, look, I am giving you a much better space to inhabit. Yeah.
0: You're honoring him. I'm honoring him. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's beautiful. I never, honestly, I've never, um, I've never looked at it that way. So you are helping me even in some of the things that I work through. Yeah. So it's a, like I said, this is a new one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. well Mallory, I once again I thank you so much for spending time with me today and you are just a ray of sunshine and every time I get to see you I'm like oh Mallory's here <laughs> from Texas and it's just such a joy and I just uh oh, congratulations on all the things that you've accomplished. Thank you. Um not because you needed to earn it for value or for worth, because you are valuable and you are worthy because you are a daughter of the King. Um, But congratulations. And also, I just, I pray blessings upon this new season for you. I just pray that God would show himself to you in this slowing down in this new season. I pray that you would know him in new ways that you have not known him before. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I love it. It's been a pleasure. Oh, thank you so much. Gosh, I'm so grateful for that conversation. Don't you just love Mallory? I knew that by the end of this conversation that you would just fall in love with her the way that everyone else does. She is literally a ray of sunshine, and she has the best smile and the best hugs. If you want to reach out to Mallory and just thank her for her vulnerability and her uh, just transparency in sharing her story, gosh, I hope you were as encouraged as I was. Reach out to her on social and just let her know how much you appreciate her. And also just give her a congratulations. She is now Dr. Mallory Morris. How exciting. Also, if you have a moment, would you mind rating and reviewing the podcast? That helps others find Word Pictures with Meredith when they're looking for it. Also, have you subscribed to the podcast? That way you don't miss out on any upcoming encouraging conversations. And hey, did you know that we have Word Pictures with Meredith merchandise now? You can get sweatshirts and t-shirts with the logo and also on the front it says LOVED. Because I just want to remind you, friends, that you are so very loved. I look forward to the next time that we can meet again.